Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. I'm Ms. Black, your host, and Christmas is quickly approaching. And I used to do episodes like in November and put up Saving Sundays, like, you know, Christmas is this many weeks away, um, or the holiday season, because um, it's not just Christmas. You have Hanukkah, you have Christmas. You have Diwali. Um, I find it really interesting. Sometimes Ramadan falls around now as well. All of these holidays that deal a lot with light uh, during this um, celebration season. Uh, So however you're doing, and you have Kwanzaa. I forgot about that. Um, So you have all these holidays that incorporate gift giving and celebration, Um, Christmas being um, in the United States being one of the largest ones uh, and all the advertisement and all those things are around, you know, buying things and consumerism. And so I'm not on this like pro-consumerism, (laughs) post-consumerism type of thing. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to support you in doing it um, as economically as possible. Right. And so really thinking about like what that looks like. And I was having a conversation with a coaching client today around her gift giving and what came out, because as I said, I used to do like, you know, don't forget to use camel, camel, camel to make sure that you're getting the lowest price on Amazon or, you know, watch out for Black Friday sales uh, sort of thing and kind of like just supporting people and getting the best deals possible for their holiday shopping. Now, I think more of the behavioral things that people need to think about when it comes to their holiday shopping in addition to the budgetary guardrails that you should possibly put up for your Christmas shopping. So for the client that I was coaching today, we were talking about her gift giving. So she's a woman in her 50s um, and she's single and she doesn't have children. So basically she is the rich auntie. Um, We all know, I think, who that, that person is. And that's just kind of, you know, the aunt in the family who doesn't have children or a husband. And so therefore she has a lot of disposable or we perceive that she has a lot of disposable income to get either us or our children those expensive gifts that we um, 
don't necessarily can't necessarily afford but want and because rich auntie is there she's always there to um to fill in those gaps and so for this client um she may from the outside look like she's the rich auntie but she's facing some financial constraints that she hasn't had in the past and so you know we've been on this three-year hiatus from student loans um, and she's been supporting, um, a family member for an extended period of time and has committed or had committed to helping that same family member with their child's tuition. Um, but it's kind of like their child's school tuition. And so you're looking at, they now, you know, auntie has to pay for her student loans, Plus, she's committed to paying for this child's school tuition and she's helping a family member who's in a tight spot at this time. And so when we started talking about Christmas Christmas gifts, I said, oh, what's your budget for Christmas? And she said, what do you mean budget? And I'm like, well, you know, you're sharing with me that things are tight because of the things that you've already committed yourself to. Have you thought about how much you can afford to spend on your Christmas gifts? Uh, And she literally clutched her pearls. Like she didn't pearls. She like clutched her chest and was like, what do you mean? And I'm saying, well, if things are tight, you know, you give yourself a budget. This year, I'm only going to spend $20 a person, $30 a person, because she has several nieces and nephews that she has to take care of. Or I'm going to set aside $1,000 for Christmas spending. Like, what is your budget? How are you figuring out? And, you know, she's like, $20 per gift? Like, oh my goodness. Like, you expect me to do that? No, I don't expect you to do anything. I just want you to kind of set some expectation and some guardrails up for yourself so that you don't end up in January with regret, not even remembering what you purchased for people, but still paying. And even though the Fed hasn't raised interest rates, those rates on your credit cards are ridiculous. So depending on how much money you're going to spend, you need to think about that. And where this $20 number came from is when I purchased my house, um, I purchased the house in, I closed on the house in May, I moved in the house in October. So by December, I was a single mom with a one-year-old. We were going to have Christmas, but I didn't have a lot of money. Like I had just done this like major purchase and, you know, trying to get my feet under myself. Uh, I said like I could find a hundred dollars to spend on these gifts. And it probably ended up being like a hundred and ten, a hundred and twenty dollars because I had to pay some tax. And I was really even trying to get it. So I had to buy five gifts. I had to buy a gift for my son, for my mom, my two sisters, and my son's father. And I was just like, yeah, $20 per gift. I managed to get my son a gift, uh, a leap for alphabet game for $20. And I was explaining to my client that 
I paid $20 for this gift and it's like this little leapfrog box and the kid puts the letter in it and it tells them, it gives the child the phone names of the letter. Like A says A um, and A says A and it sings a song and it gives them a little letter to it. The longer the short is, that's what I got my son for his that year. Now, you're like, one gift? First of all, he's one. He was one. He's not even going to remember the gifts that I give him. But there were other family members who would give him additional gifts. But the one, I could only afford one gift that year. And it was going to be $20 because I had to get everybody else. I think I got my sister um, some cool like pairs of socks. I think I got my mom like a, a nice looking scarf. Um, but nobody's gift cost over $20. But the alphabet thing the reason that I mentioned that to her is because when he started going you know to the babysitter regularly I took that whole thing and I gave it to her so that when he was at her house he could play and learn his you know his letters and his sounds with this game and I go to her house now and she changes the batteries and that $20 gift still works. And I was like, that $20 gift is worth like $1,000, right? So it has been, it has taken a licking and it's still ticking some 18 years later. I and mean, he'll be 20 in, 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 in June and the game still works, right? All that to say, it's not necessarily about what you pay for the gift, but the gift itself. And my client was really struggling because I, you know, so I had to ask her this question around the gift giving. Like, does she get more joy out of giving a $200 gift or a $2,000 gift than she does at giving a $20 gift? Right. And, you know, she said, well, I, you know, I like to personalize the gift. I want to make sure it's the right gift for that person. And I totally agree. I take pride in my gift giving um, and finding like the right gift for the right person. But I enjoy the challenge of trying to get it as, you know, low as possible. Like I love the the idea of the bargain. I am the lady that he's like, oh, pretty dress it. I'm like, up oh, $10 at Target, right? I'm going to tell you the price because it was so low. You don't even have to ask me that. And it's not about being um, cheap or frugal with it. Like you can find some great bargains that if people, if like people compliment me on things that I wear or whatever. And I'm like that, you know what, this person always notices that let me get them one. Right. And if I didn't pay that much for it for me, I'm not, you know, I can pay for what I would pay for me for you as well. But I enjoy the bargain hunting like that. That is my thing when it comes to gift giving, especially when things are tight. Ask yourself, like, what's really the purpose of giving the gift is giving the gift to say, hey, it's the holiday season and this is how we're celebrating. So I'm going to give you a gift. Or do you feel or get your value from the amount of money that you spend on the gift? Because money is 10% about or finances is 10% about the money and 90% about the behavior. So when you feel stressed or the need to go beyond your budget to give someone a gift that you really can't afford to give and you're going to pay more for it than you're actually 
then it you actually pay for it because you're going to have interest payments tagged onto it if you can't pay your credit card bill off at the end of the month then it's is it worth it is it bringing you the joy or is it digging you deeper in to debt that's the reflective question that i left my client with to really think about like how is she valuing herself and the things that she does with her family right there's a payoff for it. Like she liked the fact that everyone in her family is like, oh my God, she got this person, this really expensive gift. Is that what she's getting her, I'm going to say like her, it's because it's not joy. It's kind of like, is that what she's getting her high off of? Like being that aunt, being the rich aunt, that's fun. Um, There's aspects of it. That's lots of fun. If you are living within your means and not digging yourself uh, a deep hole um, with debt. So when preparing for, you know, the holidays, set a budget, set a limit, and try your best to stay within it. Here's the thing, what we all know about this holiday, myself included, we set the budget And setting the budget doesn't mean that we won't go over it, but it will kind of curtail our spending because we're like, okay, how much money do I have left? Well, what are the things that I could do? I kind of think of it equally. You know, this is how much I can spend on each person. If I spend less on the person because of the gift that I purchased, then that goes back in the pot and can be divided amongst the other people. So some people see it that way. You may say, well, I'm going to spend more on the kids' gifts than I am going to spend on the adults' gift. Whatever you have to do, but know what you're spending so that January doesn't come and you find yourself having to work more overtime or get a second job or or just stress under like, yes, I enjoyed myself um, for the, you know, the nights of Hanukkah or the night of Christmas or the nights of Kwanzaa or Diwali. But now I'm regretting it because I have to give, I have to pay those gifts off on, on a credit card. So if you can do it in cash and that would be the best way, like here, I'm going to do a thousand dollars. I'm going to, you know, you can use your debit card, whatever. It doesn't have to be cold, hard cash, you know, paper money in your hand, but really thinking about like, once it's gone, it's gone. And I'm not looking at paying interest on this spending that I'm about to do. So set your budget, make your list, be like truly like a Santa Claus, right? Cause they said he's making the list and he's checking it twice. So set your budget, make your list, check it twice identify the items that you want, order them in time. If you now everything's being shipped and consider this year, probably more than other, this whole delivery situation and, um, porch pirates, you have places like Amazon, um, and a lot of clothing stores that allow you to pick up in store, which I tell you, I was in the city the other day, uh, Saturday, with this gridlock alert sort of thing. Sometimes picking up, if it's something closer to your house, definitely pick it up. Workout, I'm really fortunate that I have four neighbors on my block um, that I can call or text when something is delivered and 
no one in my family is home, I can text them and say, hey, um, they delivered it. Can you go pick it up? And literally in my neighborhood, you only got about five minutes if you're lucky to get somebody to come get your package before one of the porch pirates come and get it. I feel like they tr- they follow the UPS and the Amazon delivery and the um, FedEx people. Um, they just follow behind them just picking up packages. But you want to make sure that and factor in, like I said, you know, there's taxes on these items. Sometimes there's delivery freeze on these items, all of that into your budget. So if your thought is like, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars, does that thousand dollars include your um, shipping? Does it include the tax? Does it include any of those extras that come on, come along with purchasing um, items, especially for holidays and, you know, being clear or if you have the ability to schedule those packages to be delivered in a secure location so that you're not fighting with the vendor around whether about whether the package was delivered or not. So again, if you find that you spend a lot of money in gift giving in the holiday season, really sit down and reflect, what is that about? Is it because your family expects it and do you need to reset the expectations around the types of gifts that you have? Is it because you love that people are impressed by the gifts that you give and the amount of money that you give? And if so, is that, and you can't afford, you know, what you normally do, is that worth the interest payments that you have to pay and the struggle to pay off your credit cards that you may incur because you've spent beyond your limits? So the highest action step is to really set the budget, identify how much money you can afford to spend on gifts this year. And even though we're talking about gifts, this also is like holiday parties and other gift exchanges. Like how much can you afford to to spend in this holiday season? And then to divvy up that budget in the best way that you can without going over it. It should be a time of celebration, being around families and friends being grateful and thankful that you've lived a whole nother year um, and have the opportunity to spend time um, with those that you love and adore. Uh, And you should be able to do it free and clear so that you can start off the new year free and clear and not worrying um, and upset over paying credit card bills uh, that you can't even remember everything that you you purchased um, and that you hope and pray that the people that you've given the gifts to truly appreciate um, and they're as meaningful to them as you've spent your time and energy and well-earned dollars to purchase. So thank you for listening to today's episode on gift giving. I know it's kind of late. You might, when you hear this episode, like, I wish she had done this three weeks ago. Um, 
but it's something to reflect on and think about your behavior when it comes to gift giving. Um, why are you giving the gift? Is it because you feel obligated because you truly want to send it? I mean, to give it, um, and is it within your budget so that you can give it free and clear without guilt and without debt? Happy holiday shopping. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...